and welcome to Walk the Pod, your daily walking show where I take my podcast for a walk because I don't have a dog. My name is Rachel Wheelie, a comedian walking a cycle path in southwest London. I'm back from Bristol, had a lovely time, and I'm ready to retread the same little bit of ground that I have already trodden 200 times before under the sky, which is a blanket of grey. Welcome along to Walk the Pod. So here I am treading the cycle path, wearing pyjama bottoms for reasons I won't bore you with, uh, wearing my headphones, my, my, head, my iPhone headphones around my neck like I'm some kind of surgeon in a hospital. Um, and listening to the birds, which are going nuts in that tree over there. Not quite sure what's going on with them. It's a funny kind of thing on the cycle path. Quite often walk, walk by one particular bush which has a billion birds in it. Never quite sure what that's all about. Just walking past a plank of wood on the floor. Uh, the meadowy bits now got to the stage where the grass, the wild grasses have grown up around and through and over and on top of all of the beautiful flowers. So it's now looking a little bit a little bit sort of overgrown and leggy. But it's, it's a beautifully warm day. Uh, coming through London on my way home from Bristol, I encountered the football. There are a lot of the football people around today, as well there might be. And I'm going to go and watch the football uh, at the kids' house later on. Very excited. Not sure how they'll react to the whole thing. The thing about the kids is that they don't understand the struggle. They weren't there in 1996. Some of you will be like, well, you weren't there in 1966, which, which is a fair point. I was not there in 1966, but my football experience is very much like we never, ever, ever, ever win anything. And so if we win, myself and my co-parent will be going absolutely bananas. And the kids will be like, yeah, and because they don't quite understand the amount of struggle there has been over the last billion years. I've just found a cat. Hello. Hello. It's a beautiful cat. It's a black and white floofy cat. And it's pretty friendly, actually. Aren't you? You're not Forrest the cockapoo, but, you know, you're doing your best. So, getting back onto the cycle path now, and spoken to my mum today, exciting plans afoot for a 150th birthday party. Can you imagine being 150 years old? That is, in fact, the combined birthday that my mum and my stepdad are going to be celebrating Easter next year, and there's some kind of some kind of party in the offing, which apparently she can't tell me about yet because it's all under wraps some kind of some kind of like it's on a need to know basis at the moment or it hasn't been confirmed what the venue is so she can't tell me what it is um so very very exciting cloak and dagger kind of stuff going on there um, and that's going to be an opportunity to dress the kids up in smart outfits and drink a toast to these ancient legends <laughs> that are in my family. I'm pretty excited about that in advance. 
and Bristol. Poddies, can I just tell you about Bristol? Oh my goodness. You know how we've been spending 200 episodes of this podcast trying to work out how to have fun? I've worked out what it is. It's, it's something that we knew, or some people knew and have been telling me for years. Londoners are just not very jolly. <laughs> That's what it is. I went to Bristol. I encountered some of the most naturally joyous humans I've ever come across in my whole life. And they might be, they might have been off the tits on MDMA. I'm not quite sure, but, 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 but I was just like, what is in the water, Bristol? What are you, how are you this happy? They were just, it was like being on a student campus, but for grown up people in a normal town. It was just bizarre. I was quite bowled over by how just, just delightful and delighted the people of Bristol are. So I'm really quite miffed that I've returned to the sort of glummest bit of the country. But I'm determined also that between us we can spread the Bristolian joy. I'm starting here on this cycle path in Wimbledon and I'm going to keep emanating the joy of Bristol until Wimbledon is as happy as Bristol. If I have to... I have to go round cheering up every single person. Okay, I'm not going to do that. I don't have the energy. But I just... Oh, dear. Bristol was actually voted the happiest city in, in the UK a while ago. Um, and I get it. I get it, man. It's true. It's true. It's like... Minded me a lot of York, but it's like in, you know, slightly down south, so it's warmer. And therefore, just generally more enjoyable to be in. And pretty gay which is obviously great uh we were actually out for the bristol pride weekend and the the actual sort of parade had been cancelled but um there was quite a lot of gay stuff happening and so there may have been some karaoke the karaoke was hosted by a couple of guys in berlin who were being projected onto a screen in the venue, like a hologram, but were sort of doing it in real time so they could hear what was happening in the room and were responding to things that were happening in the room, including a couple of dancers who were live on the stage in Bristol in front of the people who were holographically there. The whole thing was amazing. And I thought, you know what the beautiful thing about the way that Bristol are doing this is? That they're not... They're not too bothered about whether it's sort of optimised or not. In London, that would have been turned into some kind of, you know, slick AF fun fest that had been sort of optimised for every single bit of the visitor experience. In Bristol, it was a bit of a shambles, but it was super fun. Everyone was having a great time, despite the fact that we couldn't actually leave our seats. So we had to bellow music into the ether whilst chair dancing in a way that only makes sense right now. Doesn't make sense in any other era. And I guess usually there would have been three times as many people there. So that was fun. And um, and now I'm back and I'm a little bit weary. But but in a good way. A little bit weary in the same way that Forrest was a little bit weary when I walked him home after our walk because I'd sort of taken him on a 
exciting adventure and now he's a little bit tired. So you find me a little bit tired wandering the cycle path today, but in a, in a way that I'm enjoying. So, yeah. Lots to be excited about. I'm excited about the football. I'm excited about my new job starting tomorrow. Uh, I'm, I'm very entertained by the idea that I'm going to turn up for a new job, sort of with a, a notebook emblazoned with, I carry this to look important on the front, and generally a sort of general, like, uh, air of new blood and excitement and en enthusiasm. Uh, and, and the people I work with, who've been there for ages, will be hung over and may not even be there. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Very entertained by that. Oh, I've just found some beautiful uh, hmm, white flowers. Not quite sure what they are, but they smell lovely. I'm going to say jasmine. Might be jasmine, might not be jasmine. But you don't know. I could tell you it was jasmine. You just have to believe me. <laughs> so. It will be very interesting to see how I find recording the podcast whilst doing this job, but I hope that it will be possible for me to do that and that it will be possible for me to continue. If you would like to speed me on my way, please join the Walk the Pod Walking Club. Go to patreon.com forward slash Rachel Wheelie is funny and you can pledge me the equivalent of a pint a month for making this show or... There's another tier, which is sort of the equivalent of buying me a cup of tea every so often, which is my favourite beverage, obviously. So if you want to do that, please keep me in tea bags and join the Walk the Walking Club, which, uh, which I send sort of little essays to every couple of days at the moment. Uh, the latest one is about meandering and when it's a good idea and when it's not. And there's a spoiler for you that... Meandering is a good idea when it's walking and not so good when it's talking. That's basically the conclusion I came to after sitting on a train with a young lady. Well, a person. Let's not, let's not start gendering people. A person who was having a very, very long and protracted conversation with her ex-partner about how he was talking to her disrespectfully, but she, but she did not do the most obvious thing to end the conversation which would be to hang up on him at a certain point she just kept making the same point over and over again and after a while the entire carriage uh, sort of evaporated tactfully away uh, maybe she just wanted the carriage to herself maybe there was nobody there at the end of the phone at all just don't know anyway um right i'm going now thank you for walking with me lots of love enjoy the football if you hit listen to this before the football and if the football is over don't think ah well of course this happened to yourself because you know i can't possibly know that can i at the moment because i'm in the past um, potties it's been a delight i love you all make sure you're speaking kindly to yourselves please and i will be back hopefully with episode 7 of series 16 walk the pod 
your daily reminder to pay attention to what's directly in front of you for just 10 minutes tomorrow.